Welcome to the Gear Slump, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. episode 50 brought to you by sinusoid sinusoid the world's finest purveyor of what is it pro <laughs> uh, pro audio, pro audio couture. couture pro audio couture the world's finest purveyors of pedals and pedal connectors and amp connectors and connectors of all kinds we're your one-stop Send- shop for all things guitar couture nonsense <laughs> A century of tone. Connect two pedals. Sonically, sinusoid. I do. If you want to connect a guitar to an amp, yes. Actually, it'd be electrically. Oh, good. You're actually connecting electrically. You want to connect not sonically. (laughs) An amp head to a cabinet speaker. I do. I do do that. Oh, if you want to run power to that amp, I do. A socket, sinusoid. From they, got the options. Grid. they got stuff like TechFlex, which is a plastic shell they put on your cables that gives it extra protection. Shelliness. I really like TechFlex because it keeps your cables from getting tangled nearly as yeah, much. Yeah, I like that too. And it looks cool. I they feel like... Special rainbow TechFlex. Like a lot I of feel time. like the sinusoid cable that I have that does not have uh, TechFlex on it, uh-huh. what is it, like a 15-foot one? Uh-huh. It does not tangle. It's like, it's so... Uh, yeah, it's true. It's so thick. It feels like, it feels like it's so dense that it will just, it, before, like the, the cheap... Um, I guess they're they're like fendery the the ones that kind of feel like ubiquitous with um, Guitar Center. Those ones just you pull them out of a bag and they like they're in knots and they like bend like, yeah they like kink kind of yeah just like headphones like when you pull your earbuds out of your out of a, a pocket. So you want to know like, something? You want to know something about me? Wait yeah. real quick. I'm, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that that is their signature slate model that phil is describing okay oh, the slate model good. does not it does not happen it, or so, it has not happened to my so slate. that's the that's the cabling that they actually designed and developed on their own they do carry other brands like mogami and um i think they have mogami and other like gotham and some other audio brands but that's and theirs. fender yeah <laughs> and planet not waves fender. They carry planet waves. <laughs> What's that? What is that one? It's they carry those locking planet waves straps. Studio Monster. Live or something. Oh yeah, studio. What is the? Because there's like a guitar center. Like yeah, there's a guitar center brand. And they do that because then they don't have to price match. Because it's it's the exact same thing as, I don't know if it's Planet Waves, but it's you know it's the it's the exact same cable as another brand that you can get on Amazon or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, it's the same reason Costco will have like different upcs for their stuff that they sell there because then they don't have to price match you know oh yeah and you can't you can't easily compare prices online or whatever 
because yeah, Guitar Center actually like. Do you guys ever price match when you go there? Um, no, I stopped no. trying a long time ago because it's so. It's not, a, obnoxious. it's not a problem at mine. They just like I just like show them on my phone. They don't even look it up on theirs. I just pull up Amazon on my phone and show it to them, and then they price match it. That's pretty nice. You still have to pay tax, but it's still worth like you know if you want something now instead of waiting two days, it's worth it. That's pretty cool. I should do that. Except that I don't I, go to Guitar Center very often. Yeah, I don't really. Only either. only when you want to crash your bike, right? That's when you go to Guitar Center. Well, my the closest Guitar Center to me is over an hour <laughs> away. So, <sighs> oh, is it in San Diego or somewhere? Yeah, in, yeah. So I San only Diego. go when I'm like in San Diego. Yeah. Do you have guitar stores in El Centro? Uh, there's a couple like local shops. Yeah. Okay. They're terrible. Are they where they where they sell sets of strings for like well, like dollars? The, the one store doesn't even like they don't carry Fender anymore, so they have Squire <laughs> right because of that carry Fender because they because the Fender like makes you carry so many yeah. things that because of that thing that yeah they did like a year ago, and they well and they've always been pretty it, they've always been pretty hard on smaller dealers they don't they don't let you drop the price well I mean yeah yeah. Like but they don't they, like the price. They have such a weird selection of pedals in there. Like, like they have like electro harmonics and Boss for like insane prices. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they actually charge like the map price, so it's all everything. Yeah, like, right. Like, you know, like a DS one's like one hundred and twenty bucks or something. Yeah, it's like you're in a, <laughs> so like you're in a, it's like you're in an airport. Yeah, or like a foreign country or something like that. Um, but then they have like. And then they have Electro Harmonics, which is the same kind of deal price-wise. But then they have like H9, the, the what is that, the Eventide? Yeah. H9 there and like random like boutique electronic. Cool things stuff, that like, Like yeah. digital stuff. But I think that's because those are like smaller companies, so they're probably easier to get as like a dealer. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's funny. I like that one guitar store. I actually just went there. So if you remember, I bought a bass and then bought a neck just because I'm an idiot and uh, had the guy that I bought the neck from is the guitar tech at this store, Guitar Czar, that I usually go to. And uh, right. So I and went he's got there, a partner. I went there and picked it up. Yeah. Exactly. No, that was a different. That's the guy that I bought the bass from. Oh, OK. And he he's was a man a and his partner was a woman, which flew okay. in the face of your of convention, I think. Um. Uh. So yeah, the base, the base, uh, it works great and everything. Um. But that's and shop- by convention, by convention, you mean the convention that that women deal in guitars. Exactly. That's the that's the convention you're He's referring. Like, I don't to. know. I don't even know what this thing is. It's got like strings on it and stuff. <laughs> it's a pretty color though. Strings. Yeah. It's got like these metal cords on it and stuff. Um. But yeah, that shop. Do you do you guys? Oh, look, sorry, my question was dumb. <laughs> they they carry like they they always have like an insane collect uh, stock of bare knuckle pickups for one thing. Oh, crazy! They'll have like 40, 40 sets of bare knuckle pickups. You know, that's um, weird. And then they carry tons of like parts too. That like all the all parts stuff basically. So like you know, pots and knobs and switches and stuff like that. 
they carry a ton of that stuff too, which is really nice. So I actually, that's cool. Yeah. Cause you know, you could go on Stumac or whatever, but Stumac, especially for little stuff, like what was I going to, what was I going to buy? Oh, I was going to buy like some, I need some strap locks, but just the pins, not the actual, cause I already right. have a million straps that have the things on them. Yes. And, you know, they're like $4 on Stumac, but then you have to pay like $9 shipping. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which, annoying. which is, which, yeah, exactly. Which is why you get for, for people like us, we're not like, we're not builders. We're just hobbyists. Right. Yeah. So it's like once a year, it's like, oh, you, like, oh, like in the back of my mind, the idea of a four way telly switch. I'm always thinking about it, but I don't want to pay the freaking shipping yeah, yeah, for exactly. one like four way telly switch. Like stuff that's like really generic, not generic, but like, so like stuff like a telly, like switches and pots. I order that stuff from Sweetwater because they have free shipping. So sometimes okay. it's like a, a tiny bit, it's a little bit more expensive, but you don't have to pay shipping. Yeah. And so if Stumac, I was going to get like a four-way switch and two pots, that's what I would do. Stumac has like the that's prime, basically prime thing, but but like Phil said, none of us order from them enough to make it worth it, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. I would never, yeah. I think it's like $40 a year, maybe more, mm. but it's... Yeah, know, it's not bad. You, if you're ordering shipping, a couple times a month, so, at least. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, but I play bass now. Oh, yeah, you're now. You are now officially a bassist. I'm a bassist. A bassist. I, I know how to play uh, stick shifts and safety belts. <laughs> I know how to play, dude. Honestly, though, I was playing Rocksmith, uh, which for those I don't know if everyone knows what that is, but it's basically Guitar Hero, but you actually play your actual guitar and just like choose. Oh. You mean musician? Yeah. I wish <laughs> I've had YouTube read for so long that I can't remember those commercials well enough to quote them. <laughs> what's the, what's the one they talk about on um, guitar nerds? Oh crap. I forgot I don't know. that one too. What is it? We don't need to... <laughs> I yeah. don't remember, but I guess we don't need to advertise other people's sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like another one. So there's a bunch of, you know, we should do that. We should do like a shootout, try a bunch of them and see how they go. Yeah, I mean, Rocksmith is pretty different. Uh, it, it's more of a game than the other ones are, but it's still a really good learning tool, you know. That, um, well, that one's kind of like a cross between those and like Guitar Hero, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, the interface is very similar to Guitar Hero. You have like a highway of notes coming down. And when they hit the bottom is when you hit the note. It, it looks very similar to Guitar Hero, but um, but yeah, I was just going through trying random songs, and all the Cake songs were like way fun to play. <laughs> so like Stick Shifts and Safety Belts, uh, what else? The Distance, I Will Survive. All those ones are like they all had really interesting because a lot of the songs, like you're just playing root notes the whole time and just playing them like really fast root notes, which is, yeah, I guess good to exercise your right hand and stuff, but it's not very interesting. Rage Against the Machine had some good, had some good ones too. Band with like a really good rhythm section, I think will have interesting lines. I mean, I guess that's not true, but like 
anyone any band that does like groovy stuff that has like a groovy kind of rhythm section will probably be more interesting than someone that's more straightforward yeah which is yeah, like they, when you think when you think of rage against the machine you, like they do you know you picture a lot of interesting bass lines in your head yeah. even just like intros to their songs have some cool bass lines and then like you know someone like red hot chili peppers or someone like that is it accurate to say that any band any three-piece band is going to have the bass lines are going to be more fun or is that not accurate uh, I mean, I'm I sure know. there's always there's always exceptions, but I just feel like when if in a three piece band, if if you've got just one guitar player, yeah, like the bassist and, and almost a, has to behave like the rhythm guitarist a little bit too. Yeah, you have to you you kind of I mean like you have to think more about filling out right. Yeah, but when I think a lot of three piece bands in my head that I think of are punk bands and they just like jam away on root notes. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's yeah. true though. Like, Green Day, he has a lot of interesting bass lines. Totally. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like Alkaline Trio, he has a lot of cool bass lines. They're a three piece. But I think it just depends on the band and who they are. Like Rancid, like a lot of punk bands have cool bass lines. Yeah, I think that's dude, actually. What's that dude from Rancid? He's got a lot of really cool bass lines. Matt Freeman. Yeah. yeah he, oh, yeah. He's awesome. But yeah, actually, now that you say that, Phil, I think there's something to that because I was playing a couple of Green Day songs too, and they're more interesting than I would have given them credit for necessarily, you know? Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I think part of it is you're not trained to listen for that. Yeah. Right. So you feel it, but you don't even really think about it until you do or try to play it, the song. And you're like, whoa, this is like actually musically interesting. Yeah, yeah, and they'll do a lot of like fill, like transition type stuff. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah. Because again, if they don't have a rhythm guitarist, they kind of have to take over that piece. So they just don't have a second guitarist. I have a, um, I have a mini story to, all right, uh, to tell. <laughs> Aaron sounded super excited. For I know, story. I know. I was, I was waiting for Aaron to be really excited. You just, so, you just gotta tell it. Don't tell me you're gonna tell it, Aaron. I'm gonna like, tell. Why you are we always preparing? Now. Just go. Like, okay. if parents, like, all right, I'm gonna spank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, crap, you should have just, like, just done it. <laughs> don't, don't warn me that you're gonna do it. I hope someone will appreciate my movie quote, but. Go ahead and tell your story, Phil. Okay. So I was at uh, Goodwill yesterday, mm-hmm. the other Pretty day, looking at, looking at T-shirts. And they were playing very typical Goodwill-type music over the main speakers. And then all of a sudden, there was like some crazy staticky noise, some problem with it for like a very long time. It was like a solid two or three minutes. It was just like... <laughs> Like somebody bumped something in the back, right? Yeah, yeah. Then, then, silent for a couple seconds, <laughs> and then old school AFI. Oh, nice! And I was like, and I was like, whoa, what? I'm at Goodwill and they're playing old school AFI. I don't remember what the song was, but it lasted like a was solid. It, was it? I want to get a mohawk, but mom won't let me. Is that? Yeah, it was like I think it was. I think it was the one that goes. 
um, why won't people respect me because I'm a vegetarian? I think that's the, oh. the one. No, but um, I want to get a Mohawk, but mom won't let me is an actual literal song of theirs. And that's the title of the song. <laughs> oh, off of, off of their first album. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, so a solid, almost a full song. And then, and then silence for another, like, 15 seconds and then back to like so someone like yes I think it was like they like or I wonder if someone had like a like an FM transmitter on their car or something you know oh that might be it I I was I was picturing in my head that some worker that was just the quickest one to run back there and address the problem (laughs) That that's that he was like he was like oh uh, and then he's like okay that's good he runs back AFI. there and there's a kid with his iPod plugged in he's like get out of here <laughs> stupid kids <laughs> no I bet it was because remember uh, like remember when the iTrip came out in like the early days of the iPod and it was the little FM transmitter and you could change the station that it was on but it was kind of a pain to do it. And so everyone just left it, and the default was like 87.9. It was like below the normal FM range. Um, yeah, you're talking about the thing that you plugged into your tape deck, right? Well, no, you plug it into your iPod. It's a it's right. an FM transmitter. Oh, and but, then you tune, but then it, yes. And yes, then you tune your radio to that station. But then everyone would leave it on that same station. So as you'd be driving down the road, sometimes you'd drive past someone, and their music would cut in for a second, and then it would <laughs> cut back. I bet that's what it was, and someone like you know, went and parked in the parking lot for a minute or something and then drove away or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or or came in the store and turned their iPod off or something like that. Every once in a while, if I'm at like Target or something, I'll like hook up to the Bluetooth on their, on all their speakers and play a song. <laughs> <laughs> like every single... Have you really ever done that? Because that'd be awesome. I Well, you can only do it to like one at a time, but... Oh, that's right. But if you get the one where you can like test the different speakers, you know, you can like just hook up to one player and it'll come through like different. Oh, Aaron, you're not Aaron, talking. I, I, you're I not talking them. like their PA speakers. You're talking like no, no, that would be really in cool. The electronic like, section, yeah, in the electronic section. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I mean, they don't Bluetooth for their. Yeah, I was gonna. That'd be awesome to hijack their PA system and play some old AFI. Did, did I tell you guys that uh, when at uh, the school I was at for student teaching, they had recently redone um, some of the tech in one of the buildings, and every classroom had uh, Bluetooth speakers, oh, <laughs> like installed in uh, in the wall. These really nice uh, speakers to quote unquote make it easier for the teachers to hook up whatever devices they were using for presentations. Right. Well, <laughs> this kid, <laughs> this kid says to me, "Mr. Eisenhower, come here." And I walk over. I'm like, "I'm like, what's up?" And he goes, "He goes, hey, look." And he's showing me on his phone. You know, when you when you go, like options for the Wi-Fi, right? And then those there's like, at any given moment, there's a bunch of different things within range, right? Yeah. Bunch of so he's like. Devices. Yeah, he goes, do you know what this is or this one? Because they're all classrooms. So there's like, we're on the second story. There's a classroom beneath us. There's a classroom above us. Yeah. 
That's and then there's the left and the right. So so there's like five random randomly titled things on his thing. He goes, <laughs> "Do you know what these are?" And I go, "Uh, no." And then he goes, <laughs> "So you lied to him?" Well, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know what he was. I, I didn't know what he was looking at. I just assumed it was like, you know, speaker things in kids' backpacks, yeah, yeah. like around. Yeah. And then he he clicks on one, and um, and his music instantly starts playing through the speakers. Yeah, of course. Oh, actually, first first he clicks on one, and nothing happens to us. So I'm assuming what happened was when he clicked on that one, his music was playing in a different classroom. Yeah. Then probably. he clicks on another one, nothing happened to us. So again, another classroom music starts playing and they're like, what the hell? Then, then the third one, it started playing in our room. And I was like, dude, turn that off. Please, please don't make this a thing. And he laughs. He's like, okay, okay. And then next day, an email goes out (laughs) to all the staff saying, uh, everyone needs to put their Bluetooth speakers to, uh, passwords because, there were some incidents of students yeah. <laughs> interrupting <certainly> classes. <laughs> I know. That's... I know. I don't... Who is the guy who installed those and, and like, and just thought, yeah, nothing could go wrong here. As I someone who it. designs AV systems for schools, that makes me angry. <laughs> that's so stupid. And it's the same reason schools will put uh, Apple TVs in every classroom on the Wi-Fi network that all the students are connected to. And it's like, perfect. No, anyone can just hijack that Apple TV and put whatever they want up on the screen. How right? do you not have like a faculty? Well, they do now network. <laughs> like a faculty network. Well, it, I mean, in a lot of schools, it's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Cause I'm sure dumb. schools do stupid. Like things. the school that I work at, which I guess is a college. So it's a little different, but there's like, there's like the there's like an open network that anyone can get on, and then there's like a student one that requires a password. Then there's a faculty one, and then yeah, right. Yeah. No, that's that's how this is for the for the for the Wi-Fi. That's how this is. But but these are but for Bluetooth, yeah, it's just Bluetooth. Open. And and I'm sure that the dude who installed them, I'm sure that his his thought process was. I'm so sick of these teachers who keep saying, I forgot my password. Can you tell me how to, uh, can, can you tell me how to override it and change the password because I forgot it or whatever? <laughs> yeah, so he's yeah. like, screw it. I'm, I'm putting in 40 in this building alone. I'll just I'm leave guessing, them all open. I'm guessing he didn't even think about it. I'm guessing he just left it, whatever it was by default, which was no password. <laughs> Well, well but I the teachers, so he knows like, that the teachers need to need to log in, and he's like, "If I leave it open, then nobody will complain." No, because right? the guy it, who installed them isn't the same guy who does their. It would have been some random guy that they, you know, bought them from or whatever. Okay, that actually, you're right. That's probably true. It wasn't like the. It wouldn't have been like the the school the tech guy, IT guy, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why classrooms use IR use infrared for their microphones because then it doesn't go between classrooms because it's just like, you know, it's gets stopped by walls. Cause mm. if they'll, if they put in like RF for their wireless microphones and stuff like that, you end up getting a lot of interference. Every classroom is, and these are all... things that like people have thought of and have solved these problems. <laughs> like that's why it's annoying. <laughs> when it's like they couldn't have just Googled. They could have spent two minutes on Google and realized, Oh, this is going to be a problem, you know? <laughs> 
But see, Cole, what you're <laughs> what you're not realizing is the people paying for the technology are not as adept at the technology as the students who are living in the environment yeah, exactly. with the technology. That's, the students that's why know, it's frustrating. The student <laughs> the students are always one step ahead because they're like the you know they're digital natives they're like this makes sense to me and the the adults are like wouldn't it be awesome if any teacher could hook up all of their devices to the sound system wouldn't that be great without wires that would be so great that's why every teacher is always obsessed with why can't we just have wireless why can't everything just be wireless wireless you know it's a word that makes sense and so why doesn't it just why why don't we have wireless power wireless and it's like well when you your your spectrum is already completely packed with all the stuff you're doing and now you're going to start sending video over it in every classroom it's a it's a problem is wireless is digital native a thing that people say in education it is okay interesting i've never heard that term well so uh yeah i guess it's it's an education thing i don't know if it's education as much as like developmental psychology yeah it's like yeah that's yeah that's probably true in in any field but it comes up in education all the time because yeah this current time you have teachers who are not digital natives teaching a population of digital natives and so the the conversation is always like how do we get how do we catch teachers up so they're not so they don't sound like complete morons when talking to students who it comes completely naturally to them to have these conversations you know to and the answer to that is to fire your old 60 year old teacher and hire someone (laughs) like phil who understands technology (laughs) but see i barely that's the thing i like when the kid showed me on his phone I like, I actually, this is, this isn't me. Not, I, I totally understood. I just kind of gave the kid the benefit of the doubt that he wasn't going to tell all of his friends. Yeah. About what he found. Yeah. Cause I, I, I was like, Hey, don't do that. And then I, you know, he was, he wasn't like a malicious kid or anything. So I was like, I was like, Hey, put that away, knock it off. And he laughed. He's like, okay. And I just, it didn't occur to me. He's going to tell at lunchtime. It's not like, it's not like he had He's to tell, tell everyone. everyone. Like he he found it himself. I'm guessing plenty of other kids did too. You know, it's not rocket science to just go down to your audio devices and choose different things. You know. Yeah, but surprisingly, this was like this was like a at least a month in to to the school year. So I'm That's sure that surprising. you know maybe they did the the speakers that summer or whatever, and so like it hadn't happened because the email came out the day after that kid showed me so i i'm i'm guessing guess he was the first one who was ballsy enough to actually play his music over someone else's yeah, classroom he, he i think what happened is he he came across it and then he told all of his friends on snapchat <laughs> or whatever whatever the kids do you now sound so old i know and uh and then and then it became that afternoon every class was having problems with it and there's no way they could find out who is doing it right yeah so any kid can so then that afternoon the principal sends an email uh everyone needs to we're 
we're making a password protected uh, <laughs> your so speakers Aaron, in your classroom blah blah yeah. blah 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 I bought a Les Paul Jr. oh yeah um, you did and it's awesome <laughs> How do you like it? it's awesome and I loved the post in the gear slum about it because everyone <laughs> was so concerned about the most inconsequential things on it but what about the knobs yeah the knobs bro and people are like, oh, you know, you can go here and buy knobs or I can send you some. And it's like, it came with the original knobs. I prefer <laughs> these ones, though. They're much easier. <laughs> they're much easier to use. Like yeah, anyone like, who's have like the knurled like telly knobs on it. Yeah, it's just telly knobs. And it's like, those are amazing. You can use your pinky and change, you know, and change them easily. Where the normal knobs pinky. that it came with are like the little top hat knobs that aren't easy to change, you know? Yeah. I mean, if it, I like the like, the really heavy speed knobs are easy. Yeah. Are pretty, pretty so that's, I'm, I'm probably going to buy, I'm probably going to buy some of those just like some black ones. Cause these do look kind of lame. I mean, I like them functionally, but I'll probably end up changing them at some point. You can get black ones if you like the shape and feel of them. Yeah. Black dome knobs. Yeah. Cause it has black hardware on it, right? No, no, but it just doesn't have that much hardware on it. Oh, all because like the wraparound bridge. Like the the yeah, the wraparound bridge is chrome. That's why I thought the chrome well, ones, the even, chrome knobs look cool. It's like uh it's like a brushed it's like nickel or something. It's like matte. Like it's a the bridge okay. is like a matte finish. Which yeah, I don't think they look that weird, but they just don't look less Paul ish, you know. Like you'd expect them to match the pick guard, maybe, which is black. Oh yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Bro, you know what you need? But yeah, the only hardware on there is the bridge, and then the tuners are just like the vintage. So it's a 2015, which bro, that was bro, the other. Bro, bro, what, bro. The knobs you need, you need those knobs that are the skulls with the little, the ruby eyes. That's what you need for the knobs. Oh, and then you get you hook up like a, like power to them, so they get so the LEDs and the eyes turn on and stuff. Is that a thing? Oh, I don't. I think I've seen knobs like that before. Dude, that would be sick. No, I'm talking about the knobs that are just they're just cheap chrome skulls with Guys, ruby ruby eyes. Welcome, or welcome dice. to uh, this week's episode of Talking About Knobs. <laughs> um, so, so d- it came with the, like regular tuners on it, right? Yeah, so it's a 2015, which everyone hates those, and uh, you know the 2015 Gibson line was very sort of divisive, I guess. It's funny though. There's this guy in my neighborhood who plays guitar quite a bit, and his dream guitar. He, whenever I talk guitars with him, he's like, "Oh man, I just want to get one of those Gibsons that has the automatic tuners on it. Those things yeah. seem so cool." <laughs> and uh, I mean, so it's it's like, like, cool there's idea, people, like, there's people that it. like those. Um. So yeah, so it's a 2015. So when I posted on it, I was like, "I haven't, I haven't heard much about the 2015s, but everyone pretty much likes them, right?" And uh, <laughs> And a lot of people took the bait, but yeah, it came with a normal. Is it? But can you see where the other one, like the Robo Tuner stuff, was? It has like screw holes in the back. No, because it doesn't. Like those Robo Tuners don't have any screws. They're they're held on just by the by the tuners themselves. Oh, okay. So there's no like they did that on purpose because they knew a lot of people were going to want to take it off. Yeah. I'm sure. But yeah, there's no like there's no way to tell that it used to be there. Um. So it it did used to have them. I thought you yeah, said this model did not. 
No, now all the drink has been changed. Because they went, there was a time when they were going into like all the stores and changing them out for regular tuners. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Towards the end of that, and, and part of like part of the problem with those is that everyone kept stealing the batteries. I would go into Guitar Center and like most oh, really? most of the 2015s, the batteries would be gone. And I'm guessing a lot of stores just started taking them out. But then Probably, you're screwed because yeah. they're a real pain to tune uh, manually. Without, oh, yeah. Really. It like fights against you and the gear ratio yeah. is like, you know, 50 to one or something crazy. So you got to turn it forever <laughs> to tune the string. Um, yeah. So they were like, those are a mess. And, uh, but yeah, so, but then it also has a case. So for those that don't know, if you see a Gibson case that has white in lining, it means it came with a guitar from the factory. Like they don't sell, if you buy a if you buy a Gibson case aftermarket, it'll have gray lining or some other color. Um, oh, really? So this one has white. This one has white lining in it, which means it was a, and it's meant like it's a flat top, so it's meant for a white for lining a, for a junior or a special. So I don't know where he got the case, or maybe it, I I think he said it was the previous owner who changed those things, but it could have been a situation where, like Aaron was saying, where towards the end of line. They were they were trying to sell them, you know, and they might have done that stuff at the store. Um, but I really like it. Oh, I need to email Gibson and get a new, have him send me a new nut because it has the zero fret, um, like the adjustable zero fret, but it kind of has grooves. Grooves kind of develop in the nut because it's brass. Oh yeah, it's um, soft. Yeah, but other than that, I really like it. I was playing it through the half horse uh, into the deluxe reverb and it sounded amazing like i i didn't mess with the knobs or anything i was just i plugged it in and just like was turning on pedals and seeing how they sounded and i turned on the half horse at whatever it was set at before and it just sounded right amazing so yeah that's cool and i really like it even just straight into the amp uh i haven't i haven't had a guitar with actual p90s before the J Mascus Jazzmaster pretty much has P90s in it, but um, yeah, yeah, but they're not. But they're not they're, technically. Yeah. And oh. also, I mentioned needing to buy some strap pins. That J Mascus does not have strap pins on it, and it hasn't since I got it, pretty much. And so I never play it because <laughs> I I only play standing up, and so do those, I just do those pickups have adjustable pull pieces on them? The yeah. Yeah, it has adjustable pull pieces and it has you know, it does. bar magnets. Yeah, yeah. So they're basically just P90s. Interesting. But but yeah, so I'm really liking the Junior. It's red. I wish it was TV yellow. I wanted, like that was the one 2015 guitar I wanted was the TV yellow Junior, but it's still it's still pretty dope. I got it for 500 bucks, which isn't like an amazing price, but it's just a fair, you know, if I turn around and sell it, I'll be able to get my money back, you know. Yeah, um, did you see... Clifton posted, maybe in a different group. He posted a an ad for um, for one that was listed for like four hundred in his town. Clifton Worley, friend of the show. Um, but then it was gone. But then he looked and it was posted again by someone else. Like two different people posted the same guitar at the same time with different. Pictures. Ooh, that's that's not a good sign. No, different pictures. Was it different prices? Yeah, I'm guessing prices. the first person just bought it and then and posted pictures. it to flip it. Yeah, or husband and wife. 
No, because that's what we thought too. We were trying to figure this out because then he's like, oh, I thought that, but then so the first one he found, then it was gone, and then he found another one like an hour later, and then he's like, I thought this was that they bought it, but this one was is posted for less, and it was posted seven hours ago. Uh, other ad was posted for less before the first one sold. Weird. Right? That's way weird. I know. The only thing I could think is like maybe two people are listing it to try to get more traction or something. And it's obviously like the same guitar. It's not just like the same model or whatever. It's the same guitar. You can tell because there's, you remember those like green, those, um, so the Tortex picks that had like, it was like had like a like one part kind of had like kind of like uh, scalloped, you know, like rip like little oh yeah yeah curves, and the other part was like a hook. It has one of those picks, like a bright green one, stuck in the strings by the pickup. Oh, <laughs> they, they pick both pictures. So they didn't even like play the guitar in between taking the two sets of pictures. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. <That's really> weird. <laughs> but like one one ad has like the close up of the headstock, and then like the guitar like kind of standing and the other one is like flat in a case and like a picture of the whole body like yeah yeah so it's really weird so wait did you say it was a 2015 les paul it it was a les paul jr i I, i'm not sure what year oh serious dang i'm really i'm really it was like on his local like um facebook marketplace i think oh okay in mississippi or whatever wherever he is I think he's in Mississippi. The South. I think he is too. Picayune. Is that is that a thing? Yeah. It sounds like a thing. Picayune, Mississippi. There's this guy local to me who's been trying to I bought a bass amp from him. Um he's been trying to flip stuff, but he's not he's not very good at it. That's <laughs> like even better. <laughs> I sound like a jerk. I sound like a like, you know, an elitist saying that or whatever, but um you are. <laughs> but, That's so awesome. There was this amp. So I, I got back from from Africa and I had this old stage subwoofer that I bought from my brother-in-law just randomly. He he was using it just as a bass amp, but it's it only has line, like it has mic and line inputs. Um and so well, I guess it's just line inputs. And so you you don't get much output if you just plug a bass directly into it. So I but I got a sans amp pedal. So I was plugging it in. So I was going from the sans amp into that and it's super loud and everything, but it's just really like there's only low end because it's just a subwoofer. It's not, it's oh, not. Yeah. Like there's no EQ amp, you know? or anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's a little bit of EQ on it, but like the EQ frequencies that you can adjust are Actually. 40, 40 Hertz and 60 Hertz, <laughs> which I don't know if that means anything to you, but that's insanely low. <laughs> it sounds really low. <laughs> like, like almost you know below the range of human hearing the birds um, are up the birds are waking up so <laughs> phil <laughs> shoot that bird you need to take a bb gun with you and you record hey this y'all... is california we don't do that kind of stuff no you can have one and just can't have more than 10 bbs in the chamber at once <laughs> <laughs> and it can't be automatic yeah exactly so uh, i can, can we get still one of buy pellet guns I can I think get like a Red Rider, right? Again. Pump action. Heck yeah, with a yeah, with a compass in the stock and this thing that tells time. 
Mm-hmm. A clock? <laughs> no, that's from the show. <laughs> what this show? Thing, oh, he always says this thing which tells time. From Christmas Story. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's a show. Yeah, oh, Aaron. When so, we were a kid, okay. did, so my parent, my mom would always say, we're going to go to the show. My dad did too. And I would always say, we're going like, to go what? to the movies. Like, movies, that was my yes. Thing. And then there was a lot of weird things like that. And you felt awkward about it. So like, my mom would also say Coke for like all soft drinks. Like, what kind of Coke do you want? Pepsi? My favorite Coke is Pepsi. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, but... I would say soda, and like all my friends would say soda. All my friends would say pop, and I would say soda. So it was like a weird thing. That's probably because you were from New Mexico. Maybe so, yeah. Because it's it's a regional thing. Like my brothers live right. in the Midwest now, and they say pop. Yeah, yeah, and I know that like saying Coke is like that's like a Texas thing. I think. Well, it's like a pretty common thing, though, especially with maybe with older. Like yeah, with the previous right. generation. I mean, it's like how everyone in the early days of video games would just call everything a Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. Or like right. Or Band Aid. Band Aid. Yeah. Or Band Aid. Or, or, but I mean, uh, Band Aid yeah. is more like Kleenex. Even young kids call Band Aid, like call all Band Aids Band Aids. But it seems like it's more of a when Coke became, you know, because Coke didn't use, but I guess Coke's been around for a long time. But you I know, think the thing with Coke now is that, like, those old people growing like up in the options. 1820s. There was very few options. Now there's like so many different options. You know, Another it's weird. Thing, like my parents would say shampoo and cream rinse. <laughs> instead of like that was the thing, like cream rinse instead of conditioner. Like now you say Man. conditioner, but then it was cream rinse. I don't think that that's like yeah, a weird. That's a thing. Where where did your parents grow up? Huh? Where did your parents grow up? I don't know. You don't know <laughs> where your parents know. grew up? In Southern California. <laughs> okay. Like in El Centro or just in Um Wholesome. When here we go. You type in cream rinse to Google and one of the things that comes up, when did cream rinse become conditioner? Huh? Okay. That's a good okay, question. So another like a 70s thing. Um, That's a good question to ask the old people internet. I know. And I guess it's not actually it's not the same as a detangler. But yeah, it's an old thing. That's what I'm saying. Like I never called it that, but my parents did. Yeah, yeah. But so here's like a 70s thing. Here's another thing. Do you guys do you guys know what a 50/50 bar is? I I do. Yeah. Because that means nothing to me, and apparently it's like that's a word for an orange creamsicle, but yeah, or for any other and kind I, of creamsicle, I guess. When I think I, 50, I, 50, I my first thought is like skateboarding them. No, oh, my yeah, exactly. my first my like first thought is ice cream knowledge. truck. Honestly, that truck? my and yeah, my first my first thought is ice cream truck, and and I don't, I I'm pretty sure I, I i'm not positive but i'm pretty sure that it's orange it's not like any fruit and vanilla it's specifically yeah, it's orange. orange and vanilla yeah which is what an orange creamsicle is right i know but i'm saying like that must you know you i think a I strawberry think creamsicle california thing yeah there are other flavors of creamsicle is what phil's saying but only the orange one is called 50 50 
But the orange that creamsicle is, what is like the the one that, like, they're much more common than any other kind of creamsicle. Yeah, I guess. But I wouldn't like you wouldn't you be orange. into like the idea so, of a of a strawberry va- vanilla creamsicle? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, I think I think the good the cool thing about orange though is like it's tangy. You know, it's not as directly sweet as like strawberry flavored stuff generally is. So it's so there's of a difference but i hear you strawberry would be good or like raspberry lime oh raspberry lime would be good Ra- raspberry would be dope sounds really because good. it's more because it's also tangy yeah yeah there's this like malt grapefruit old timey like dry fruit creamsicle <laughs> that'd be awful plum just like toothpaste flavored creamsicle plum creamsicle <laughs> Toothpaste and orange juice flavored creamsicle. Perfect. Yeah. It's orange, perfect. Orange juice and mint. <laughs> yeah. Orange Although, juice you know and what? spearmint. Not, like I've my wife made me switch over to like my wife. my wife. To like natural, natural, more natural toothpaste. Um, so I've been using that Tom's brand toothpaste. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> she about made you it, switch. Like, well, because she buys it, so she just started buying that for me. Yeah, oh and like if it's it, it was either game, that or stop brushing your teeth. <laughs> it's either that or like go buy my own toothpaste. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, so like it's not sweet at first, so you like you taste it, and it's weird. Um, but then now that I'm used to it, like if I ever use regular toothpaste, it's crazy how sweet it is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So how and, sweet and so, but the thing, the reason I thought about that is because. Like with this new one, when I I can drink orange juice, orange juice right away, and it doesn't bother me. Because it's basically and, baking soda incarnate, right? No, it's not. Like it's mint flavored and stuff, and it's like a regular toothpaste. But so then I googled it. Like, why does it taste like that? It's because they put this this chemical in toothpaste that like reacts with the orange juice. What? Yeah, let me find it. <laughs> So while you're doing that, there's this little. Why does why does orange juice? Why does like orange little, juice make you poop? Is the first suggestion. What make you poop? Because it's something you're ingesting. Um, yeah, how much orange local, juice like, is this person burger? drinking? Not not a person. Lots of people apparently. Yeah, sodium lauryl sulfate. Here's what happens. Oh yeah, that's what it is. It's the stuff that makes the toothpaste foam. Okay. Which has nothing so to do a, with it's like a chemical it, that they it's put effectiveness. In, but it blocks some of your taste buds. So you can't taste the sweetness of the orange juice. All you taste is the bitter. Interesting. So like the same reason I can't eat a candy bar while I'm brushing my teeth is what you're saying? <laughs> no. No, you have problems. You can you can eat whatever you want whenever you want. I yeah, mean, oh, exactly. Gross. That's true, Aaron. You can brush your teeth with whatever toothpaste you want too, Aaron. You feel <laughs> you can eat whatever you want as long as your wife buys it for you. <laughs> My wife won't let me eat pop tarts anymore. Why not? Well, because she stopped buying them. So. <laughs> I mean, she'll let me eat them. She, just won't buy them. <laughs> she she refuses to let me eat them by never buying them, no matter how many times I write it on the refrigerator. <laughs>
please, please, please buy more Pop-Tarts. You know one thing I can't and eat? And she won't allow it. I can't eat, like, freezer frozen pizza. Why? Because my kids have this genetic disorder that causes kidney stones. And... uh and they have to limit the amount of sodium they eat. And frozen pizza has an insane amount of sodium. <laughs> yeah. So no, I no like cup of noodles either. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't had frozen pizza in like, you know, five years. But dude, you like travel. Like, I know, I, but if how I... often, like, do you travel places that have an oven in your hotel room, Phil? <laughs> yeah, that's not the thing I would do, actually. Like, oh, finally, I'm, tra- I'm traveling. I'm, a- I'm out of the house. I'm going to go buy a frozen pizza. I'm going to eat a frozen pizza and find some way to cook it. <laughs> Send me on my way. Send me on my way. How, what do you guys think about the PRS Starla? I like it. Which one is the Starla? It's like the kind of retro looking ones I did, but the single cutaway. Yeah. It has a nice, mm. like, I like the bevel. Like, it has a forearm bevel around the top, you know? Yeah, it's cool. I'll show you a picture of it, Phil. Commence nice. Googling. Or, yeah. No, don't Google it. I'll just send you the what? picture. Okay. <laughs> one of the ones they made has, like, one of their standard colors in the Starlet is seafoam green, but it looks weird on a PRS. For some I reason. really like the the burst on the one that they have. Yeah, yeah. It's like a really nice burst, and the but the seafoam green one has like a black pick guard, and the pick yeah, guard's yeah. pretty big on it. It's like a like the pick guard extends down to where the controls are, so it's almost like a yeah. It, it's almost like a jazz master. Yeah, one. like a jazz like a jazz master That's jazz bass type thing. So yeah, it looks. But yeah, the burst ones, or even like they have just like a natural, some natural wood ones. Oh, really? That look really nice. Yeah. Interesting. I do like it though. I like that I have... line. I don't really like their other stuff. Yeah, I don't really like just their normal like custom twenty yeah. twos and twenty fours and stuff. But I like the Starla and the, the Vela. What was the Vela? Yeah. Part of the thing is I'm just not real big on like wood grain and stuff. Oh, is that like, why you didn't so, like quilted tops? I hate yeah. quilted tops. Yeah, me neither. But yeah, that's part of the thing with that cower too. Is that like cower, that you right. me. Like it's it's cool, and I can I can appreciate it, but I don't. I'm not drawn to that. See, I I'm I am not at all into quilted tops but there are some yeah. particular wood grains that i that i like love right yeah that's different because you're that one was like burled which is it different. wasn't it wasn't burl i would oh. i would have gone i would have gone freaking cuckoo bananas if it was if it was burl i would have felt like cole felt about uh waking up in the middle of the night and going, oh, I guess, <laughs> I guess this means I, I guess this means Jesus wants me to buy this thing. I, that's how oh, I would have felt. <laughs> that Ubangi stomp. Yes, that's how oh, I would have yeah. felt if, uh, <laughs> if Cower put on sale a burl semi hollow body, I would have been like, oh, be okay. Like this, I need to get a second mortgage on my house because well, hey. obviously. 
Jesus told me I speaking of speaking of pedals expensive buying expensive pedals I bought a king of tone because my number finally came up so now so you came they so they contact you you've been waiting a year they contact you and they say year and a half I got on the list in December of 2015 yeah it's like about seven months right now okay so they contact you and say all right sir your uh, table is ready and then in that moment you i mean i know i know that you would like ask people hey what you know for advice or or whatever but then you typed in the options that you wanted and hit buy and paid uh-huh. how long is it before you get it is it a normal build time and the wait list is just about getting in on a normal build time yeah it's really fast i think someone on built. on another group said it took them like 2 days to get it yeah i no think no way yeah I think they're already like they build a certain number because I think most people that order get the purple color. So there's four different colors you can get. There's like a mm-hmm. white, which looks pretty cool. Um, and then there's black. You can and, get white or black. Yeah. Or and blue. then like a dark, a dark blue, I think. Um, but I think most people get the purple. Most people get high gain on the red side or high gain on both sides, which I think is uh, an easy change for them to make. So I think they're pretty much already built and assembled and then they, they might be able to tweak a few things or they just build, they just know from past experience because it they just do them in batches because uh, right. Diaz, Diaz got on the list a couple days after me or before me and he got the email the same time as me. So it, it goes out in batches and I'm guessing they just okay. know from past experience, they probably build a certain number of them with certain options that they know people are going to order and then Right. If you do if you do something weird, maybe it takes more time. But I just got it with a purple and I got high gain on both sides. Um and I'm guessing nice. that's standard enough that it'll I'll probably get it pretty soon. You didn't get any other like toggle or input out. No. I kinda part of it I would have no use for those things and I'm I'm yeah, yeah. hoping I'll really like the pedal and want to keep it long term. Yeah. But I was looking at, at resale and it seemed like the high gain was the only thing that really made a difference in resale value. And it's only 10 bucks per side, but all those other options are like like 50 50 bucks bucks a piece. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it adds up. So what was it? 265 plus tax. Yeah. So it ended up being like 280 with tax and shipping. That's crazy. That's not bad. Yeah. And then it'll, you know, they sell for anywhere North of $400. I mean, it's like normal kind of double overdrive price. Yeah, like for it's, what he's paying, yes, but not what they're much. reselling for. No, 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 no. I'm saying like to buy one. It, yeah, that's why it's crazy because like the kilt isn't isn't less than that, is it? Isn't a kilt like three hundred bucks? The kilt's two seventy nine. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so it's like the exact same, same price. price. Um, and the you know, I really but like I the think, kilt. Like I think the true like JHS like the true double overdrive ones are like three fifty or something. Yeah, like the oh. like the like what the, the double the, barrel the shotgun is yeah yeah uh, or the sweet tea what, what's the sh- what's the shotgun the shotgun is it's an eight oh eight and uh, morning glory or no eight oh eight and the uh, I it's think called, it is the morning it's glory. called a double barrel Phil oh sorry you're yeah, right that is an eight oh eight and a morning glory yeah. I'm looking it up here that one apparently isn't being sold anymore maybe yeah maybe not. Sweet tea is three fifteen, apparently, 
which is a double that's a double overdrive oh, too right maybe that's what they cost they, they all cost yeah yeah the sweet tea is like the 808 and the marshall whatever the um the charlie brown like you have to respect the fact that he has kept and, and he says he says in the email that he lists a few on ebay every time there's a new batch he oh, really? sells a, a few of them on ebay at That's like he, money. no he just puts them buy it now at the oh. retail price oh crazy because he's Whoa. trying to because he's yeah he's trying to drive so when people go look at the sold listings they'll show up and see that oh They're maybe yeah high. That's cool. Which is yeah, like wow. it's that's nuts. It's crazy because like the capitalist would would say like, "Oh, I should be selling, I should just raise my prices because obviously there's enough demand for it." But he's like, "No, I want the price to be this and I want the resale price to be reasonable too. So I'm going to try to do what I can to make it do that, you know." But the only the the only thing that would change the resale price is hiring more people and selling more units. Like that's the only thing that would Exactly. Drop yeah. the resale price because like his yeah like him well, him selling a few like him selling a few on ebay isn't enough to to change it you know he could like oh, wait, cancel the list and just there's sell one them. other thing there's one other thing he could yeah, do to lower the re- retail price is just start making them really crappy that would also yeah. lower the re- retail price <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no but, but it's honestly, dumb to like, be like if you have if you have a year and a half wait list, there's no way that like selling a couple on eBay is going to do anything. Right. Like it's not going to. No, it's not. And oh, a well, year the, and a half the wait one list. Thing it will do is it will like it will mess with the metrics. So like if something's listed high, people are going to be like, uh, they sell for less than that. Yeah. Oh, that's true. It'll, that's true. It'll change. It'll change like or like the reverb. You know, selling the price. Yeah, guy like or whatever. The, it'll average it'll price tweak will that go, a little bit. Will drop. But it doesn't do anything. But it's a weird, like it, it's kind of like a mental trick. It's such a weird pedal, and like I, re- I respect the fact that he's like, uh, like this is what I want this business to be, and I don't want it to grow any more than this, and so this is what it is. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. that he hasn't raised his prices, though. That's the thing that's crazy. Well, they me. just raised it a little bit because it was two thirty-five, and they just bumped it up to two forty-five. But yeah, so but like, like nothing. They should bump it up to three forty-five. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because the then, thing, like, but like I respect so ugly. What's that? So ugly. I hate the look of that pedal. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the only it's the only like hideous pedal that I actively want. <laughs> it is a weird graphic. It's like, yeah, I don't know. So what's the circuit based on? A tube Screamer. This is his take on a Tube Screamer. Well, but like. He's he has the whole like he tells this whole story on his website. He kind of tells the story behind it, but yeah, it's it's a pretty heavily modified tube screamer. But that's where it sort of started. It's the same type of circuit, like yeah. yeah. From what I can tell, Aaron. it's not like it's not like a modified tube screamer. It's like this is a pedal that started as a tube screamer and then became something else. And it's not as mid boosty as a tube screamer. Aaron, you yes. uh, you have some explaining to do. Why? Oh, because I uh, hate tube screamers. Yes, that's why. That's why I'm doing trying really hard to to direct that away from being a tube screamer. But that's you've publicly me. stated multiple times. Phil, do you hear what I'm saying? You... No, it's not a tube screamer. I'm saying I hate tube screamers, which is why I'm trying so hard to make sure that you know that that pedal is not a tube screamer. 
But it kind of is. But you guys just said that it is. No, I didn't, didn't say it, it is a tube screamer. It's based on a tube screamer. I said it started okay, it's a tube his screamer take on a tube screamer. It's not though. It's no, not a modified like... tube screamer. <laughs> it's something else. I don't know. Are you it a monkey, a... Phil? I I want. Are you so... a monkey? Let me ask you that. Are you a monkey? Am I a monkey? Are you? A... Uh... Are you... No. Yeah, see, this we is, started this is your as, trick question. We started as like oh, some I see what you're doing. Ape, okay, we evolved I started into humans. As a monkey. <laughs> and then we went, yes, and now we're, we're not, now we're, we're not, not monkeys, monkeys, but we used to be monkeys, <laughs> but now we're not. Okay, <laughs> we Wait, share a common ancestor start. with monkeys. We didn't start as monkeys. No, we, we share a common ancestor. Made with the Earth monkeys. in six days, and then he made us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, yes. I know. Very six, respectable people six, believe that. In six Ridiculous days. premise. A, a, Cole, do you also do you also cream. like to say cream rinse and? <laughs> he made it in six days, a unit of time that is based on the Earth's rotation, which didn't exist before he started creating the Earth. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so let's see here. It's kind of a apparently it's. You also said he. Let's see. Well, anyway, <laughs> tube screamers. So, so analog man makes modified tube screamers, but. The King of Tone, it looks like it's more, it's closer to a blues breaker, maybe. Let's see here. Yeah. Okay, it so is. it's his take That's on a blues it breaker. It's supposed to be a blues breaker. Why do you have to try and minimize everything, Phil? <laughs> it's not his take on anything. It's a freaking pedal that he made. <laughs> What's your take, Phil? I don't don't have a take on this. That's that's why that's why I can poke at you guys because I don't have a take on it, and and it's easy to poke. You don't need another overdrive. You just need this one. Is that on his website? Hey Phil, tell us about the overdrive pedal that you bought. The King of Tone website is (laughs) so hard to read, dude. It's awful. Like it's like he said, "Oh, I'm gonna make the ugliest pedal ever, and then I'm gonna make, and then I'm gonna design my website to look like that ugly pedal." It's freaking purple background with yellow text. And then like red and blue. It's so bad. It's like he, it's like the website I would have designed in high school in my HTML class. Like I'm surprised there aren't more animated GIFs on it. But it's like, it's not, it's like the parody website that you would make now to like make fun of the website you would have made. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it was the one I made in high school, it would have had a black background, obviously. So because he literally made it, 15 years ago and has not changed it right yeah he's like i'm not going to change my price why would i change my website (laughs) okay so it says and of course the kot is too it's not much like and does not sound like a blues breaker pedal anymore so it was a blues breaker not a tube screamer real mature call yeah you did you almost made me kill myself so it looked like yeah now we're gonna now we're gonna do all kinds of research here. I, I, I want them. It's basically, his bit. take. It's his take on a soul food, essentially. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a modified soul food. It's modified soul food. No, a soul food is a clunk alone. I know, but this is like two generations. It's like a copy of a copy. But I didn't. Clones aren't. That's not what they are. Are they? I mean, clones. I'm all mixed up in my head. A clone is just is a not... SD1 clone. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about, the thing about Klon, is that Klon is actually not the model. Oh, here we go again. Klon is the brand. 
Right. So what is the circuit? Centaur. Okay. And then the make, circuit is what? Wasn't there another? And the centaur version? circuit is based on what? Nothing. It's just a circuit. It's his. <laughs> it's his take on a what? On a soul food. <laughs> it's his take on a horseman. <laughs> I don't know. What's the DS one based on? Yeah, some things aren't is based it, on things. Is it boss's take on a big muff? Here's my very limited understanding on pedals. Every, every fancy every pedal is is somebody's take on a boss pedal. <laughs> uh, that's not true because two streamers are not boss pedals. Oh, that's touche. Abanez. Oh, crap. You're right. Okay, besides that one. This is my take on a digital delay. Deluxe Rat. memory man. Rat isn't isn't a boss pedal. Oh, yeah, okay. The deluxe memory man, the big muff is also not a boss pedal. Fuzz face. Those are probably some other highly copied ones. Bluesbreaker. That's copied a lot, isn't it? Recently it seems, yeah. Yeah, that's like the new hotness. And the clon is copied like, a lot. Like Obviously, ten years ago, like, like ten years ago, the bluesbreaker became the new tube screamer. Yeah. And then the clon became the thing five years ago. The clon. No, wait, so wait. Which which you know, words? The, Klon, the Ibanez. First, it was the Ibanez. Which which clan are you talking <laughs> about? The, who makes the Bluesbreaker? It's a Marshall. That's what I thought, but I was right. Yeah. But wait, so the so, so it's a Marshall clone. I don't care that I sound dumb right now. The eight hundred eight is a tube is screamer. a tube screamer. Yeah. And so there's like when when they have eight hundred eight and then like a little letter next to it that has to do with some particular circuit, some particular component. That's a slight modification of the 808. Yes or no? Are you talking about the TS-808 or like the JHS? So the, the Tube Screamer has like a bunch of different iterations. Like I think the 808 was the original. TS-808 was the original Tube yeah, Screamer. Yeah, and then they admitted TS-9. Which is yeah, the, there's the 9, there's the 7, there's the 10. And what are those numbers? PX. Those are just different. Those numbers the, are just... Okay. So yeah, they're different versions. So the the TS seven is like the silver, those gray box ones they put out. The plastic the box nine looks basically like the eight hundred eight. Yeah, but it has different. Like the foot switch looks different. Yeah, I mean like, it looks physically different, but it's it looks like it's the same. The same. Yeah, could be the same pedal. And then I think that the nine was like the, or the ten. One of them is like the black plastic. Oh, that's the five, I think. The TS five was those like cheap plastic snot box ones, the sound box series or whatever. And then there's a TS nine DX, which is supposed to have like it has a nine setting and an eight oh eight setting, and then like a higher uh, gain setting. Because well, there was a turbo tube screamer too, or turbo or something. That's like what that, that is. The TS nine DX is the turbo tube screamer. Oh, okay, but that one has four knobs on it. Yep. Because it has, yeah. it lets you switch between like 808 mode, 9 mode, and then like higher gain, like mm. it's like a distortion mode. And it has like two bands, two EQ, two, like a bass and treble yeah. knob or something. Yeah. Hmm. I used, I played one of those once and I hate. To do I it. had, that was like one of the first pedals I owned. <laughs> and I hate. I will, say, I will say that like one of my favorite overdrive pedals was, um, I talk about it a lot, but the the CMAT mod signature drive, which was technically based on a tube screamer, but to my credit and defense, 
the only I only use the middle <laughs> the middle because it has clipping options, and I only use the ones where the diodes were removed. So I think maybe that's like, I just really am not a fan of like super smooth overdrive. Even less, even more like the mid hump doesn't bother me as much as like the feel of it. Yeah, I like the mid, especially with like a Vox amp. I used to have a GE, like a graphic EQ on my board. And I would, when I would play a telly through a Vox amp, I would dime the mids. have like a huge, yeah, I'd midnight the mids. Mid, that's that where the term midnight comes from? Because uh, uh-huh. the mids, mids. midnighting yeah. the mids. Totally. If I so. lay down on my back, I have a mid hump because of my belly. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about something else. And then, like, a, a, a at the where my feet are. Oh, okay. It's, it's getting questionable here. Hey, guys, thanks for mid hump. <laughs> friendship. For friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship.